0: This is Jordan Edwards, and this is the Business Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Well, welcome back to the
1: podcast, Tim Hennessy. Awesome. Great to be here, Jordan. I'm blessed. Uh, I don't know what I did to get back for a second time, but, you know, that's good. I guess that's good
0: news, right? So I'm excited. Well, for anybody who didn't catch the first episode with Tim, I'll give you a little reminder and background. Tim is a uh, a longtime veteran of the business world. And let me just put on my, my uh, away notifications here on Slack. Forgot to do that. Tim is a, a longtime business executive, high level, working at Cisco. Um, he's also an alum of Rutgers Wrestling, and he's the founder of C2X Academy, which is where I know him from. He became something of an internet sensation when his daughter started posting his inspirational speeches on TikTok where he's amassed over 67,000 followers now on TikTok and across other platforms too. And uh, I reached out to him when I saw his uh, – he, he gave like a, an after-training after mat chat on, on seven shots, seven shots. You got to take seven shots after practice. It stuck with me so hard because it was such a great part of my life. I reached out to him. I said, hey, you got to come on the Business Jiu-Jitsu podcast. And off that appearance – Not only did we stay in touch, but we met for lunch in New York City and and we've maintained a really nice friendship. And we're getting together next week for the the biggest wrestling meet at at the year at Rutgers, Rutgers Penn State.
1: That's right. That's right. So awesome. So I'm going to take it a step further. So because this is a good lesson for everybody, it's a good lesson for me, but it's a good lesson for anybody listening. So when you think you might do something or you might get out of your comfort zone or whatever the case might be, like this is a great example of do it right so for example i happen to be at practice that night and i happen to give my post you know practice talk because i can't help myself and i you know we all have we got 12 coaches in a room all of us wrestled in college we all have our little parts but i just like talking to kids i like being the motivator and kind of like that that's my go-to so to speak so at the end of practice they're kind of waiting for that and i was doing it and so I think that day one of my coaches was was, um, taking a video. I didn't even know he's doing it half the time. I'm just talking. I can't help myself. And then he posted it. And then Kylie posted it as well. He posted on TikTok. She posted on Instagram, different places. You picked it up. And then you happen to pick it up. So the fact is, I happen to be at practice. I happen to be talking because I could have just been talking to a parent and not jumped in the middle of it. But I did at the end of practice. He happened to video it. He then posted it. You saw it. Well, you could have been done with it after you saw it. So that was kind of cool. But instead, you didn't know me or us. And you said, hey, I'm going to post this. And you posted it and got a bunch of hits. And then you got hits and said, hey, I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to reach out to Tim. And I'm going to see if he's interested in having a chat. I'm like, OK. You know, you reached out. And Kylie says, like, hey, somebody reached out to us. So I call you. And you're like, hey, I'd love you to come on my podcast. To which I think I responded, I don't know anybody wants to hear this dope talk. But I'd love you. (laughs) So I came on your podcast. Well, that was great because it could have ended there, but instead we've maintained a friendship and realized, wow, while we come from different places, we actually have a lot of things in common, and we could probably help each other and mentor each other in different ways. We're both in business. We both have a passion for you know mixed martial arts, jujitsu, wrestling, whatever it might be. But the biggest thing we have is a, a, a real yearning to serve and be servant leaders, whether that be the people we work with every day, whether that be the people we work with in our mixed martial arts, wrestling, jujitsu, whatever it might be, whether it be the taxi driver, we jump into the taxi and like your, your dad's podcast, right. Be that guy. Cause we like to just serve and, and have some type of positive impact. So then we met, I said, do you mind if I bring my daughters? And I wanted them to be there because I was so impressed with you and what you're doing, but also just you as a person. And I said, this is somebody you need to know. He wants to serve and mentor people. Like, like, that's how I feel inside my heart. And I'm older yeah. than you. So as you get older, you're even going to want to do it more. I promise you. Because I don't yeah. know that I had the same yearning at, at your age. I'm a little bit older. Anyway, so then we had lunch and that was great. But then taking a step further and my youngest daughter said, hey, I kind of want in on the action with this Jordan Edwards guy. <laughs> and so I'm going to just take it upon myself and send them an email and say, hey, Jordan, I'm in visual media at Auburn University and I don't know that you do internships but I'm looking to do an internship in New York city next summer. And I actually would just like some mentorship. And if you don't do these things, like maybe, you know, some other folks that you could introduce me because I'm really interested. Here's my resume. Here's my, um, you know, portfolio. And you and me said, let's jump on a call. You know, you jumped on a call and now my daughter is going to do an internship for you. So that's right. it all could have just been nothing. Right. Or you could have saw the video and said, Oh, that's cool. But, for the people out there, when you're thinking about getting out of your comfort zone or maybe taking the next step or trying to make a connection, I promise you there's a ripple effect. And the ripple effect, I'm on the receiving end and my family's on the receiving end of the beauty for, of what you reached out to us. So long story that is, it is, but really that's a, it's a good one. Just take the risk, go do those
0: things and make the connections because people want to help. you. I am so grateful for you to tell that story. Um, I believe that with all my heart, that is one of my main motivations for starting this podcast was to bring my lives together. You know, I had this Bruce Wayne secret identity where I did, I worked and I had a social life and friends, and then I did jujitsu on the side and I, 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 I there was no overlap. I didn't use it for anything in my life besides just metaphorically. And so the, the fact that I'm now able to create relationships with people, I often try to explain to people what networking is you just described networking you know you just yeah. described yeah. the 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 cause and the effect and many people don't realize that they have a built-in network if they just take the step make the ask you know be of service that's yeah. it just yeah. just be of service genuinely like um when your daughter reached out at you know whether she thought i was gonna you know offer it up or not i mean She had all the right skill sets and talent and desire. And um, yeah, I'm so I'm really excited to have her in in the office this summer. And so so many great things come off of it. And um, one of the things that you and I have been talking about behind the scenes is you're looking to get started on your own podcast. And so you came to me for some general basic invi- advice, and so you know, we I said, why don't we talk about it on the podcast? If we're gonna, if I'm going to share it, I, I want to share it with everybody, and ask you if that was okay. And so, you know, a little later down the podcast, wrote today, I'll I'll pull up a, a very short one page document and business plan I put together, and we could walk through it together. But you mentioned something else on there um, that you and my dad have in common, and that's uh, treating everybody with empathy and respect not because they're going to do something for you but just because that's who you are yeah. and you don't know what kind of opportunities are going to present themselves so i just thought maybe that little you mentioned it briefly but why is that so important
1: well <clears throat> first and foremost i feel um honored and blessed to be you know following a recent podcast your dad i know i mentioned to you off air I don't know your dad, but I probably don't need to know him because I know you and I know what, you know, he kind of produced. And so I know the kind of guy he is just by knowing you. Um, but I had the pleasure, my wife and I, at least, and I had the pleasure. We were out on a walk. She actually, she had it on, actually, to be honest with you. She had it on, not me. I said, oh, I was just about to listen. To that. I want to hear that. She said, we're going on a walk with dogs. We'll listen to it. So we listened to it. And uh, I was blown away. I was blown away at the amazing relationship you have, the you know, the trust you have with each other, the friendship you have with each other. I also love the fact that, you know, things weren't always easy, right? It was, it was a grind and, you know, like, like um, uh, my pastor at church says, he's like, there was never a, a go fund me. you know, what happened? Like when you needed money, it was a like, go find my shovel or go find my rake or go find my lawnmower, right? That's what we did. Yeah. And you did that. You talked about, you know, the fact, and, and he talked about the fact that, you know, he had these businesses and and your, your grandfather, obviously having the businesses and the cleaning service with the, you know, and all of a sudden he was managing just a bunch of people basically. Right. And taking, went from a, a, a you know, drop, dropping them off in a car and shifts to getting a school bus and all that stuff. And just really just getting the business to where it needs to be. And so, you know, the one thing I heard in there, it was very interesting. And I, and I thought about it is we both learned a lot from our dads and this is not a, pity party, you know, I think I may have even said it in the last one, my dad wasn't in my life, right? So he, for whatever reason, that just things didn't work out. And he, he left and, and was never really a part of my life. But I still think, you know, every year, when it's when it's New Year's, I think of a word, you know, uh, as the year, like gratitude is one I always think about, and I literally have put it on my phone, like gratitude. So I remind myself gratitude. And then what I was thinking also this year was just perspective. And having perspective on things is really, really important. So in your mind, you know, you think of your dad, and you think of family, you think of, everything that was so awesome. The lessons he lived, uh, he, he showed you, but I do too, even though my dad wasn't there because it's perspective because I am all in on being a dad, being a husband, uh, being, you know, the, the, the business side of things, whatever. I learned a lot, learned how to cook, learned different skill sets because he wasn't there. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that you learn and you have perspective. And so I've always thought like, Hey, uh, I I saw how I got treated by certain people as I was growing up. And I always realized like, man, if you treat people good, you just seems to go a little bit further. You have a better shot. And so I always just, for whatever reason, felt like I'm going to treat everybody the same, whether, whether it's, you know, you always say whether it's a janitor or a CEO or anybody in between. And so I like to learn and I like to treat people good because in the words of, I think Robin Sharma, there's always a little scent left on the hand that gives a rose. When you do something nice for somebody, you, it feels good and you smell it too. And that's how it makes me feel. And I just uh, have kind of incorporated that mindset into my life, and I think my children have fed off it. I know my wife is the same way as I am, so we could be brother and sister, but we're not. We just happen to be husband and wife because we're <laughs> very similar that way. But um, I, I uh, it resonated when your dad was talking. About, I think it was, I think it was on that podcast talking about. Like when you get in a taxi and you always want to learn and you want to talk to the taxi driver and you just want to have an impact on that person. But you also learn. I was like, man, like I always do that. I always ask the taxi driver, hey, where's that great accent from? Where are you from? And then you start asking them about where they're from and do they have family? And they just open up and it goes from a quiet taxi ride to I like learn about a part of the world I never had been to. I, I see it through their eyes. I see the smile come on their face. You change their day. You brighten their day. And so that's an example, but if you could do that in your interactions, I just think you get a lot further along in life.
0: Well, my dad always said, you know, his motivations were the same. You know, he wanted to know what was going on on the ground. And whenever you land in a new place, you get picked up by a taxi or you're on a trip, Everywhere you go is, is with a taxi. And so the taxi driver always had his ear to the ground. They're seeing all different kinds of people. They're going to all different kinds of places. So my dad always uh, thought of himself as, a, as an amateur economist, you know, no training, no anything, but he would get so much information and still does uh, get so much information from the taxi drivers. And what I noticed was my dad, whether he was with the taxi driver and, you know, I've been elbow to elbow with my dad negotiating. You know, we sat across the table with the CEO of a Fortune 500 company negotiating, which was yeah. like yeah. the highest level sport you could do. Like, yeah. you know, you're, you're talking. And so I got to see how he was with those kind of people negotiating with banks, um, being involved in deal making of all kinds, friendships, rounds of golf, anything. It didn't matter what it is. Whoever my dad was with, he was always the exact same guy. And for the better, you no know, I thought that's yeah, what always awesome. made it, what made him so great. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it was incredible for for the folks
1: that haven't heard it. That podcast was off the hook. In fact, I, I have it a point. I have it in my book here to send off to some people today that I know are going to be impacted by it. So yeah, great, great you.
0: stuff. Well, I just can't stress enough the you know it's it's difficult to work in a family business, but everything's difficult. You know what's yeah. not difficult? Yeah. Um, what makes it the, the nuances is. Um, putting your ego aside, especially as the sun to to receive the, the learnings oh, yeah. and what you know, one of the things we talk about on that podcast is I was getting these lessons my whole life. They were getting deeply ingrained into me, but I was rebelling at them at this critical time, you know, in my mid to late 20s when I was coming into my own, which is by the name, the name of his first book. And it wasn't until I went and started reading deeply and learning from other people that I said, oh, my God, my dad knew what he was talking about the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And it it strengthened our relationship so much and allowed us to work together. But I'll just say one more thing about my dad. And I already see this with you. Um, My dad is very unique. And there's only a select group of coaches and mentors and people in the world that have this quality. It's, it's very, very rare. And it's the quality of wanting to see all the people around you do even better than you did, you mm-hmm. know, and being a true servant leader. My dad said to me and all my friends when we came out of college, and I'll never forget it. He says, you and your generation are going to push me and my generation aside so fast, and I can't wait to see it happen. Yeah, and if you look right. at what's going on in our world right now with the, with the global leadership, you got these guys in their 80s approaching their nineties and they don't want to take their hand off the wheel and pass it yeah. down to the next generation. Yeah. And that's a, a global struggle. You know, we need a little bit of a, a reset on that, in my opinion, not to make this a political discussion, but when the founding fathers founded this company, they were young guys. Yeah. <laughs> these were, yeah. these were, so anyway, not to say too much about it, but I appreciate that so much about you and all the work that you do coaching and mentoring and teaching. Uh, The relationship you have with your three daughters is just something like I wish you could bottle it and show everybody and sell it and just, you know, just give it away. I mean, it's just amazing um, what you've been able to do with these three special women and um, and then, of course, all your students.
1: So. Yeah, of course. And uh, by, by the way, so yeah, we, we don't we definitely get, we don't have to go down a political rattle, hole. But I agree with you. Yeah, I'll say enough said. percent yeah.
0: and it's 100%. and it's both sides. It's yeah. not politics as oh, much as, as it is right. It's, it's, there's not law. one. Yeah. I, it's yeah. not a political statement other than yeah. it's just politics of just the world. And when yeah. I look at the world leaders on both sides of who's running this world, and then yeah. I look at guys like my dad, guys like you, guys that are in the trenches, like doing the good work. And I see them wanting to uplift people and empower people and, and step aside to let the next generation handle it. It's just so special. So thank you. (laughs) of
1: course. And our our goal at C2X at the, at the wrestling Academy uh, is really is to, is to mentor young men and women, get them off to college, help them live out their dreams, whether it's wrestling or not. Right. In some cases, and I'll give you an example. We had, I may have used this last time, but we had a kid who, know he didn't want he didn't want to go wrestle even though he was a good wrestler and placed in a state tournament he's like i don't really want to go to college that's not what i thought about him and his family came from puerto rico here and 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 he always wanted to be a fireman and so in our club we had actually uh, uh a family that was involved on the fitness side and wrestling actually both um that um the the dad was actually ran the charlotte fire academy and so we got him to mentor, right? Cause it's, cause so mentorship sometimes is, you know, I might not be the best mentor. Or one of the coaches might not be, but we might not know somebody that could be the best mentor. And this, this person ran the fire Academy and started mentoring this, this wrestler. And, and then he, he went into the Academy and now he comes in his, in his uniform. He passed all his tests. He went through the fire Academy. He's a fireman and he's got like tears in his eyes and we do too. And his dad's like, I don't understand. Like why, why, why do you help my son? Like he wasn't even going to wrestle. I was like, this isn't just about wrestling. This is about serving and helping, you know, a- anybody, right? With your family, and so pretty neat. You know, it's pretty pretty neat stuff. That uh, it, it is. Uh, yeah. well,
0: that's you know, that's what this my whole project's about too, in a, in a different way. But uh, the metaphor, the the life metaphors, and what you do working on yourself on the wrestling mat, on the jiu-jitsu mat, it transcends. <laughs> winning competitions. You know, it's, it makes you a better person, a better father, a better business person, a better friend, everything. It's just, it it beats that ego into submission over and over and over again. That makes you say, you know, servant leadership, you know, servant, serve others, be of service uh, because you know, you wouldn't get very far without your coaches, without your teammates, without that showing up every single day, the sweat, the grind, the blood. Um, You just, it shows you what it takes. So, um, let me uh, let me share my screen here for a second. Sure, sure.
1: And while you're doing that, I'll say like our goal truly is to have these guys come back, and that's why we get so involved in the community stuff and 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 aligning with certain charities and such. But like, we want them to take the club over. Like these guys come back, and then like you, you pass it on. You know what I mean? That's what's it's a nonprofit, five hundred one c three, whatever. We just want to yeah. pass it on and let them do. So they're seeing the way we're behaving and the way we're leaning in and pouring into kids. And then hopefully they're going to be doing the same thing for the next generation. You know what I mean? Like that's really what our, our hope is. That's really what the, 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 mindset of all the coaches in there are. So it's pretty neat.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to start this segment of the podcast and have this conversation. Um, every summer I lead an eight week leadership program. I've done it for two years now. My first, it's called mix you and it's the leadership development program I have at my company. It's designed for uh, all of my junior staff and, and our, and our customers, you know, we sell it to our customers Mm -hmm. and what we do is we have a once a week zoom class, eight weeks, and we discuss entrepreneurship, business foundation, and then through the lens of fashion, because that's a fashion business. Uh, My first year I had 140 participants last year, I had 240 participants this year. I I think it's going to be even bigger and better. And those, those, um, those eight weeks are so impactful for so many. And it's created the most incredible pipeline of talent of young people coming into the business where we're able to start filling all these positions. And I just give the playbook, you know, I give the secret sauce right there. There's no holding back. I just tell them exactly what I'm doing, exactly what tools I'm using, exactly how I, uh, conduct my day, how I schedule my day. And then throughout the year, I do a couple of seminars. I had, uh, Personal finance week. We had a health and wellness week, and we actually had a, a self defense week. So, um, I got you got gave me a ring, and you said, "Hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast," and you just wanted some basic ideas. And I sent you over a couple things I had, but I actually put this document together. And what I think is interesting about this document is, oftentimes when I have uh, mostly young, but it's, it's all across the board when I have someone who's an aspiring entrepreneur or wants to start something and I tell them, put your thoughts down in the short business plan. It doesn't have to be 20 pages long. It doesn't have to be deeply researched. It just has to give you the basic, okay, this is gives me a little how to guide and with the most high level and important information. And that's what I've done here for you. Um, just the high level tools I'm using both for software and tools. And then how I set up my, my flow of recording episodes. Does this tell you every single how to step? Of course not. Absolutely. But I think it gives like a a very good high level. And I thought we would a kind of just go through it quickly. Like as if I was just talking to you on the phone, telling you about it and B um, I'm going to make this available on, on uh, as a Google link and I'll put it in the description of this so that anybody else who wants to start a podcast can go out there and start their own podcast too. And hopefully I can, I can shortcut them. That's awesome. So, um, you'll see, I just had name, audience. We'll go through the applications in a second, the tools. This is super standard. And a friend of mine recently, who's an amazing angel investor, I was going through a different version of this for a different business. Uh, I started a little business a couple months ago with my dad that we're building out 44,000 square feet of self storage in Pennsylvania. We had a former supermarket that went dark. And we had a really hard time leasing it these past few years. So we decided to launch our own little business. And I had this exact same type of sheet and I sent it over to my bud and he's like, dude, do you know how long it would take most people to figure this out? What you've taken because you've been working for 15 years and you've built so many businesses. Yeah. You put it down on a piece of paper in 10 minutes, but it might take someone years or even never to figure this out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're, this is a big help. I know for me uh, personally, by the way, yeah. Just so you just so you know. Oh, look at that! My blue yeti. Got the blue yeti. Yeah, man. So I'm I'm on my way. Yeah, I li- I listened. I listened yeah. and did my own research and. But this was this was a. Great and that's
0: dive. what it's all about. You're gonna you're gonna find your your own path and you're gonna make it super successful, but if there was the first step here, this isn't step by step. I'll just point your attention to the middle of the page. If you're operating a business right now. And you have a passion like jujitsu or wrestling and family life and friends. You might be saying to yourself, how am I going to make a podcast? I don't know anything about editing a podcast. I don't know anything about social media. When I started business jujitsu, I did not have an Instagram account. I did not have a YouTube account. I didn't have any anything. I had never been on Instagram. My businesses had been, but personally, I didn't have any head start is my point. What I did have was a lot of learnings over the years. And in the past, if I wanted to start something, I normally would research the hell out of it, right? So let's just say I wanted to start running. I would have to research all the running shoes. I'd have to know which Nike training app to use. And I would do so much work. The only thing I didn't do was go out for a run. And so when I met my wife and I wanted to start running, we literally just went out for the run. And when I wanted to start recording a podcast, I had a lot of track record. I had over a decade's worth of experience learning these lessons. And so I didn't wait to have any of this that you see on this page. I didn't have a virtual assistant. I didn't have a Blue Yeti mic. I didn't have a Google Workspace. I didn't have Slack. I had nothing set up. The only thing I had was my name of my podcast, Business Jiu-Jitsu, and the mission of what I wanted to do. I literally went on Google. I said, where can I record a podcast in New York City? I found a podcast recording studio. I went there the next day and I didn't have a guest. I just talked into a microphone for an hour and paid the studio time. And I never even published that episode. But what it did was it got me started. I was a podcaster now. I went from not being a podcaster to being a podcaster. And that's it. That's literally the most, the, the secret that I could share with everybody here is that everything else can happen over time or in an afternoon, really. The most important part is that you literally just record yourself. You can take out your iPhone and you can record an episode if that's what you want to do. And and that's what I did. My second episode ever, which was the first one I published, was with my best friend. He doesn't do jujitsu, he's never done martial arts, but he was someone that I I knew and that I could talk to. So I booked the episode with my best friend. We went back to that same podcast studio and I recorded the episode and that was it. Now I had a file. I didn't have a website, I didn't have any social media, but I did have a file, okay? And then I started setting up accounts. And as most of you know, even my dad said this on the podcast that that Tim mentioned, even my dad in his mid 60s is now conditioned to be able to set up a chat GPT or an Instagram account or a Facebook account. And so what's more important than where you start is just that you, Make a small list of what you have to get done and you just check the things off that list. So so here's my, my basic list. I run the whole thing off of Google Workspace. It used to be called G Suite. I'll open it up here and just see if I could share my screen quickly. And not that this is so groundbreaking for anybody, but maybe you don't know that this is how a business gets set up. Google makes this available. There's a free plan, and then it's like maybe 10 bucks a month. Okay. So you're you're into this for about $10 a month, I believe. $10 to $12. And this has everything. It has email, it has your schedule, it has Google Docs, Google Drive. This is where you're gonna, this is where I store all my episodes. So it has the whole workspace. It has everything you basically need if you didn't do anything else. The next thing i have here it's fun. i'm
1: going through all of this right now like yeah. just like you know kind of in the throes of and then today i got a, a note from one of the coaches at the club who has been pushing me along with my girls you know because you know they're all kind of in that space so to speak yep. and he sends me a text saying hey we were talking about getting the podcast going in february well it's almost february where are we let's go <laughs> yeah. you know and i was like exactly. okay.
0: he's pushing it's good it's sometimes it's that easy that you just have to do it. Unfortunately, yeah. just start and it doesn't, it can, doesn't have to be um, perfect and it could be a little sloppy. And so th- that's my story of just starting. Right. And so I, I run it all Now I use something called a virtual assistant. This is something people hear about all the time. There are people all over the world who live in countries right now. My virtual assistant Nico is listening in on this conversation She's in the Philippines. We were connected through a a company called getmagic.com. And there's dozens, if not hundreds or even thousands of virtual assistant companies out there. You can just go on Google, type in virtual assistant, and in about an hour, you'll have a virtual assistant. Having a virtual assistant is not the magic that you're just going to get done and everything's going to be done for you. Before I ever worked with a virtual assistant, I went and started learning about it. The first book I ever read was called the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. It's a very, very, very famous book. And they talk all about how best to use and train employees. And this is more okay. about than just virtual assistants. It's just about how to work with people. Another book that was very impactful on me was called the art of Do- the art of less doing by Ari Mizell. That's the second book here. I added three more books, your world-class assistant by Michael Hyatt. Very short book, very easy to digest. Then I have here how to set up a business for under $1,000 by Dan Fleischman and how to set up your personal brand for under $1,000 by by Dan Fleischman. These five books are so easy to digest and so easy to read and will shortcut you all of the problems that you would have having to potentially set this this up. But the point is is that if you want to be – If you want to be a podcaster and you have another aspect of your life that's going on and you don't have time to edit and time to post and time to create social media content, then what you do need to do is become a master delegator. And that is good advice for anybody who wants to grow any type of business. If it goes beyond yourself, you need to know how to empower and build a team. And that's really what I have to offer here is how to set that up appropriately. And I learned everything from, especially from these first two books, The 4-Hour Workweek and The Art of Less Doing. Your World-Class Assistant is a, is a great third book. And then How to Set Up Your Business for Under 1,000 and How to Set Up Your Personal Brand for Under 1,000. are. It has all the tips and all the tricks you need. You don't have to read them all in one day, but you're going to get every single little nugget that you need in order to do this and roll it out right. I think they say that 95% of new businesses go out of business within the first five years, and then another 95% of those businesses go out of business within the, the next five years, so in the first 10. So a very low attrition rate. I believe they have similar statistics on podcasts. People start a podcast, they get it off the ground, but they don't keep it going. Because they don't set up the right tools and they don't set up the right infrastructure to make sure things get done. So I set the whole thing up on Google Workspace. I communicate with Nico and some of my other team members, like graphic artists in Slack. I keep all my passwords stored in LastPass, which is a password organizer. You download and do all of your podcasting. I use a software called Podbean. And then Spotify and Apple. I think the most complicated part of this entire process was getting my account set up on Apple. Outside of that, everything else took minutes. We're recording this episode right now on StreamYard. It's just like Zoom, but it's purpose-built for recording podcasts. It records both the audio and the video. You can do all of your live streaming on this if you wanna do live streaming, and I think you can even do light edits inside of StreamYard. It has everything that you need in order to make this happen. Social media, I use Facebook and Instagram, YouTube and TikTok. On Facebook, I do reels, on Instagram, excuse me. On on Instagram, I do reels. On YouTube, we do regular YouTube videos with a full episode and, and shorts. And on TikTok, we put up the clips. My website is hosted on Squarespace. I use Calendly for all my bookings. So Nico will send out an email to any guests and we'll we'll book it and it goes right onto my calendar. And then I use Zapier to connect all of my services together so that G Suite, Slack, and Calendly are all connected and the information is flowing. This stack right here, this application stack, most of these tools are free. Most of, some of them have like a premium subscription, but you can download all of these and set them up in an afternoon and you're in business. When I started my career, this would have been impossible. Like it would have been impossible. When I was launching my first website, tonercentral.com, Tools like this did not exist. It was a nightmare to try to set this up. but you truly could set up all of these tools in a quick afternoon and within a few hours you would have at least the skeleton of a business. As far as tools, like Tim showed you, I'm using a blue Yeti mic. It's a fantastic mic. Uh, it's easy. It's a hundred bucks. <laughs> There's just no obstacles. I'm using a built-in webcam that's on my, um, built into my m- monitor. Sometimes I use my laptop at home. Tim, what are you using? Uh, right now, I'm using
1: my laptop. Some, but I have uh, also a Cisco, you know, larger desktop unit that I'll use between the two of them. You know, but it's good. Yeah. It's good quality. Both of them. You know, and you yeah. look great. You know what I mean? The quality. It, it's a simple webcam, but it looks great.
0: Simple, simple, and yeah. easy. Um, I, I, I gave the link here to my, the company that I'm currently using. I've used dozens over the years, uh, cause I've had many virtual assistants. I have a few different virtual assistants for different business functions. One of the benefits of using virtual assistants from around the globe is that one, you get quality, great people shout out to Nico who's listening in and it's, it, It's a a, if you're living in the Philippines or you're living in Ukraine or you're living in another place in the country, it's a much lower cost of living than living here in New York. You know, if you're living in New York City, it's almost impossible to have an assistant who can work on all these functions from you. Nico is able to do this from home. She's a full time student and a mother, and she's able to make a little extra income on the side by managing some of the aspects of my business. And so we work together and we speak. And like I said, the way to really understand how to use A virtual assistant effectively is by setting up the right tools and processes in place and then knowing how to ask for things and what to ask for and when to ask for them in order to make it successful. And then the last thing here, and this is really simple, is defining your task flow. And so this is my basic. It doesn't have everything, but Nico will schedule the guest, do any guest research reports if necessary, you know, finding links to their social media, finding bios, then nico will set up the streamyard link she'll send it in an email to myself and to my guest in this case tim the day before nico will usually send a reminder there is an automated reminder that comes out from the calendar appointment but occasionally i'll have nico send out a reminder with faq you know frequently asked questions people want to know is you know what platform are you using streamyard w- what can i use to record you can use a microphone you know what kind of internet connection do i have to have so we make sure we answer those questions then we record the episode. Nico is on the line right now taking notes for time stamping things, topics, making notes of any little mistakes or if we have to cut anything out. And then it's pretty simple. Nico downloads the episode, does any light edits if necessary. She creates social media collateral, so like posts for Instagram and Facebook. She uploads the full episodes of the podcasting platforms. She uploads clips to the social media, so Instagram reels, TikTok, YouTube shorts, etc., and then uploads all the links to my website, which is on Squarespace. And then finally, she sends the guests, Tim, an email with all of the links to where to find everything so that we can co-promote the episode. Now, this is from years of learning that I can condense this down into one page. But it is really that simple that it's on a one page, you know, one pager. Now, does it have everything here? I didn't list everything. You have to go get your dom- domain name. You know, you have to register your name with Podbean and and, and um, register your name with Spotify and Apple. There's other steps that have to get done. But I just want to take it back to the beginning for one second and say that the mo- literally the most important and the only important thing is that you just go and record the first episode. And that's it. And then you don't, don't stop. And then you record the second episode. You make it a little bit better. Record the third episode, then the fourth episode. And you go out there. And what I found was, After I finished my second and third and fourth episode, by the time I got to my 10th and 15th episode, I was already checking people off of my dream list, people I always wanted to speak to. And when I started running, I had never run more than a mile in my life. I played lacrosse and soccer and sports, but I never went out for a long run. On my 13th run, 13 days in a row, I ran five miles. So I went from barely being able to complete a mile to, to running five miles on the 13th day. And I find it's the same thing here at podcasting where, you know, you're not going to answer every single question on day one, but if you go out there and you just do it, you're going to have a, a great podcast in no time. And I know you're going to do it, Tim. Awesome. And, and before
1: you know it, your wife's going to be running marathons. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> not mine, yours, right?
0: <laughs> I thought she's running them. You know that. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. No, this yeah. is
1: great. And by the way, uh, I'm sure on behalf of everybody, thank you. That's, I mean, it was great for me. Uh, I sent it off to to you know my little team, if you will, you know, which yeah. is my three daughters and um, you know one of the guys over at the club, Joe over at the club, and and they were like, man, it's awesome stuff, you know. So um, really, really helpful, and it's going to help a lot of other people. It's amazing. You can do that in any business, right? You literally, yeah. if you're if you're in business and you're having success and you want to share you know, you could put that, that one pager together for anybody who wants to start that business. And, right. uh, you know, it's amazingly, you know, short, shortcuts, a lot of things, which is great. So yeah, short it's and easy.
0: sweet. And of course you and I both know, it's not about the, the one page game plan. It's about executing on all those things. You know, oh, yeah. I could, I could write you the instructions of, of how to go work out, you know, you're going to do 20 minutes on the bike. You're going to go do biceps. You're going to go do triceps. You're going to do a pushups and sit-ups, you know, uh, yeah. That's the easy part. The easy part is making the game plan. The hard part is going out and executing it day in and day out over the course of the next years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Proper, proper, like with the
1: kids. It's like, you know, guys that are on top of the podium, it's usually not a surprise. You know what I mean? Like, they're not like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm up on the podium. No, they're on the podium because they've been working for it and they trained for it. And the guys that aren't on the podium, you know what? It's sometimes it's not that much of a surprise either. Sadly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's uh, proper planning. You know, typically yields proper results. You know, that's what we tell them. So, yeah, yeah this is uh, this is really really helpful. It's good. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I got to get. And I know my-
0: you're going to be utilizing your built-in workforce. You know, you have three daughters that are going to be helping you, and then also members from your gym. It doesn't have to be a virtual assistant. That's the way that I've designed it. But um, you can use a friend. You could use a, br- a sibling. Uh, you could use a husband or a wife. And it's, I think that there's many ways to get this done. This is just the way that I'm doing it. And, uh, and I've had a lot of success this way, but I've had many friends tell me that they've run into obstacles with employees. They've run into obstacles with assistants, with family members, uh, trying to delegate. And I think that's mostly because they have not polished their leadership skills just yet. Mm -hmm. And that's why I point the direction to those books, because I think that they very simply and clearly illuminate what it takes to be a great delegator and a great leader. And so if you're interested in in doing this and you're like, "But I don't know anything about podcasting. I don't know anything about video editing. That's not your job. Your job is to be the voice of what you're passionate about. You know, you're you didn't call me and say, I want to know how to be a video editor. I want to know how to be a social media coordinator. You said, I want to start a podcast. And so the fact that you want to start a podcast tells me that that's, you know, you're interested in in speaking about these subjects and talking to people and the, the rest of it is just what has to get done in order for it to be successful. Of course. And and mine, mine may end up
1: being a, a combination of both, right? It may end up being virtual assistant. I just happen to have three daughters that are in the social media, you know, yeah. kind of world right so they they understand it and they kind of do you know they kind of do a little bit of that for either for a living or they dabble in it or they're studying yeah. to do it so uh we'll see you know kind of how that goes they've been a huge help you know kind of yeah. helped me navigate it and then we may end up using the virtual assistant yeah. you know
0: path anyway so yeah yeah well i'm yeah. always here for any more questions to both you and anybody else who's listening to this who who needs to push in the right direction or different ideas like I said this was just my basic outline this isn't every single question answered for you but it's a good uh, it's a good it's a good starting point to just see uh, a, a technology stack that is you know greasing the wheels to make it a little bit easier to just get into business yeah, um, yeah. so happy to do. so so we're uh, we're hanging out not this week but the following week yes. like what are we getting into over here we're going to yeah, man we're going, we're going of
1: the year yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to the Rutgers wrestling. As you know, I was a uh, you know Rutgers wrestler, so I'm still keep my mat side seats. Even though I live in Charlotte, I go up there for a bunch of matches. Was up there two week uh, last weekend, not this past weekend for the Michigan State Michigan matches, which is great. Got to see all the old teammates, got to see a bunch of the coaches. So you and your wife and Kylie, by the way, my daughter from that lives in New York City, that you know, oh, she's nice coming. To- so the four of us will go and uh, we will get great seats. Um, Penn State's the number one team in the country, so it may be a tough tough, some tough sledding for the Rutgers guys. Cause they're just, they've been the best team for the last decade, but you know what, you get an yeah. opportunity to see and compete, you know, you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Right. And yeah. so it's a great opportunity for, uh, you know, for Rutgers to host the best team in the country they are in a big 10, like we are obviously. And it will be a lot of fun. And I, I said, when we first met, like, look, you're a mixed martial arts guy, you love, you know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but you hadn't really been to like a collegiate wrestling match. I'm like, well, you gotta yeah. go, we gotta go. And so we're actually, again, from, you know, from the beginning of like, hey, I, you posted that little video to all of a sudden we're going to hang out at a, you know, Rutgers wrestle match. And, you know, you're going to be my guest and we're going to have some fun and, you know, break some bread and, and uh, get to know each other a little, a little bit better and figure out how we could potentially help each other. You know what I mean? I'm sure something's going to come out of that day or, you know, or night, whatever. And, uh, you know, we'll get better for it, both of us, uh, as well as my daughter, hopefully your wife. And, uh, you know, we'll figure out a way to help each other or somebody um, as part of that, those conversations, it's just the way it
0: is. You know, we're always kind of looking Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. I'm so pumped. I can't wait to do it. And, uh, yeah, loved having this little overview, little mini demo and you know, I'm at your service. If you need anything or you have any questions, technical questions, or just philosophical questions on it and, um, appreciate you. Yeah, of course, man. I'm grateful, uh, Jordan. Thanks for having me on again.
1: Um, again, that was hugely helpful for me. We're going to use a lot of that stuff. I'll report to you in a in another week and a half on you know what progress I've made since this. So I've I got it on my docket now to make some more progress. It's not just it's not just this, right? I better have more than a microphone. Or, you know, That's right. I'll tell you where we're at and uh, you know next Friday night. Beautiful. All right. Awesome, man. Thanks yeah. for everything. Have a Last week, okay, buddy. Thank you too. Okay. Talk to you soon.
0: Talk to you soon. Yep, bye.